are known to but a few people, gigantic American plants and thousands of mystified workers create a new and fearful weapon, the atomic bomb. From six miles away, this is the terrifying effect of one small bomb. Just two are dropped upon Japan, and two great cities are wiped out. Welcome to the Sacred Earth Podcast, a podcast dedicated to uncovering little-known environmental disasters. On this episode, we will talk about the disastrous environmental neglect affecting the Navajo Tribe Territory in the southwestern United States. You may be wondering how the environment or the Navajo Nation has anything to do with the clip we just listened to. However, the atomic bombs and ending of World War II would act as an unsuspected catalyst for the environmental change in the Navajo Territory. In the summer of 1945 in New Mexico, the first nuclear atom bomb would be tested and detonated, ushering in the nuclear age and bringing uranium mining operations to areas across the southwest. The nuclearization of modern military weapons initiated a long period of weapons buildup, development, and testing that would become known as the Cold War. Additionally, nuclear scientists adapted nuclear technology to be used as energy source. These two factors created a a demand for nuclear building materials, namely uranium, that were bountiful in the geology of the southwestern United States. Navajo Navajo lands became a hotbed for uranium mining operations, disproportionately to other private lands capable of producing uranium. These mines scored the territory, disturbing the sacred land and creating harmful chemicals that linger in the area even now. By the mid-1970s, uranium mining was heavily based on indigenous lands over public lands, with 380 uranium land leases on Navajo land and only four on public non-indigenous land. Although not widely promulgated to the Navajo people, mining companies and other health organizations were aware of the significant health effects related to uranium mining. If living in the presence of these toxic, toxic mines wasn't enough, Navajo people also made up the majority of the workforce for the mines with over 3,000 estimated Navajo believed to have been uranium miners. These miners worked in dangerous working conditions with quickly constructed mine shafts that had little to no ventilation, only for $1.62 an hour, an unthinkable wage in today's age. Uranium harvesting in the Navajo territory would include open pit mining, underground mining, and uranium processing centers that all left devastating effects on the surrounding environment. From 1944 to 1986, almost 30 million tons of uranium ore would be extracted from over 500 mines on the Navajo Territory. Now, these mines lay abandoned without proper cleanup or sealing, allowing harmful gases and chemicals to escape into water supplies in the atmosphere. Out of neglect and the opportunity to save money, the mining companies failed to properly clean and seal the mines that now scattered the Navajo land. This abandoning of the mines and industry now leaves significant health and some economic impacts for the Navajo. Working in the mines all day, Navajo miners return home to their families covered in harmful radon dust only to sit at the dinner table and eat a shared meal with their families. The meal they would have eaten would have come from local livestock that drank from contaminated water pools left over by the mining. Miners' clothes would then be washed with the rest of the family's clothes in water from the tap, water that had been contaminated from mining operations nearby with radon and arsenic. Navajo kids would run off to play in the small pools of water that were created by the mines, 
again, heavily contaminated water, and even others would bathe directly in the water. Some mining families even built homes with the rocks and stones hewn from the mines. This chain of unfortunate events was all the result of the uranium mining industry and created a deadly concoction of cancer, kidney illness, and a myriad of other diseases for the Navajo people. Without knowledge of the severe health effects related to this type of mining, the Navajo carried on this way for years and willingly worked in the mines despite the low wages and the long-lasting effects the line of work came with. Mining in general offers great risk to anyone who works in the profession or lives in the surrounding community, but uranium mining in particular offers a more complex issue due to, the, due to the radioactive nature of the mine material. Cancer in the Navajo Nation is estimated to be about 17 times higher than in other parts of the country due to this radioactive component of the mining done there. Miners in particular suffer from lung cancer at alarming rates, as statistics showed cancer diagnosis in the territory doubling from 1970 to 1990. Workers would com most commonly be affected by the harmful radon particles of the mine through ingestion or, in or inhalation, but could also be affected by any small cut or open wound that was exposed to the harmful dust of the mine. The wives and children of the miners, as well as Navajo people still living in the vicinity of unsealed mines, were and still are most commonly affected by contaminated water supplies. Uranium mining mills produce tailings, a residue from the uranium ore that were often disposed of in near-surface impoundments around mines. These tailings would produce windblown radon dust as well as leach into water supply that the Navajo people would drink from, cook with, and wash clothes and dishes. Consumption of this water is extremely harmful to the Navajo as it causes serious kidney illness, reproductive system disease, and even birth defects. The consequences of a community living off uranium-contaminated water is disastrous to the health and trust of the people living there. Many of the products of uranium mining that affected human, affected human health also negatively affected the health of the environment in the Navajo Territory. Excess radon and other harmful chemicals released during mining operations circulate through the atmosphere through dust particles and can easily be inhaled or ingested by ground animals. The most common and consequently most devastating way uranium mining affects the environment is through water contamination. Groundwater supplies can be contaminated by uranium mine tailings in a variety of ways. Most often, water supplies are contaminated through the leaching of uranium tailings into larger streams, lakes, aquifers, or even evaporate into the atmosphere's water cycle. These contaminants are then consumed by ground animals through a water supply or the process of bioaccumulation. Bioaccumulation is the process by which food chains become rapidly poisoned through eating contaminated prey. When an aquatic or prey animal becomes contaminated and is eaten, their harmful chemicals are passed to their predator in the food chain and further affect the larger environment. This cycle is devastating to ecosystems and shows how small ecosystem factors can quickly develop and cripple an environment. The Navajo Nation would face its most disastrous environment, environmental disaster related to uranium mining in 1979, when the tailings pond of the Church Rock Uranium Mill was breached and 93 million gallons of toxic uranium mining waste was released into the Puerco River. The mill was based on private lands outside Navajo territory, but toxic tailings would travel downstream for over 130 kilometers, contaminating waters well into the Navajo Nation. Navajo livestock crops would be destroyed from the disaster as well as the ecosystem of the Puerco River, 
yet little governmental relief would be given to the Navajo people. Just as the people have been, de have been devastated, the land that they live on and devote themselves to has also been inflicted with suffering as a result of the uranium mining injustices. Although mining operation would conclude in 1986, law would not ban them until 2005 on the Navajo Reservation. 2005 may not have made the mining corporations pack up and move off reservation land, but it did kickstart change for the Navajo people and begin the long but incredibly essential process of cleaning and sealing mines to restore safe territory. In 2007, the EPA and several other governmental agencies created a five-year plan that would evaluate and address the issue of uranium contamination in the Navajo Territory. In 2014, a second five-year plan was made that would build upon the work done during the first five-year plan, as well as address the most significant risk to human health and the environment. Finally, in 2020, a 10-year plan was instituted that outlines future steps toward clearing the Navajo Nation of any health or environmental risk. Although they have taken some time to pick up speed, these plans are essential steps in moving toward a cleaner and healthier Navajo territory that can recover from the effects of uranium mining. The health and environmental effects of uranium mining on the Navajo Territory are an unfortunate but valuable lesson of environmental neglect and injustice. The restoration of the sacred land has a long journey ahead, but the work of this podcast and other outreach efforts make all the difference. I hope you take away a better understanding of environmental issues on the Navajo land, and I thank you again for joining this episode of the podcast.